0: Hello there and welcome to episode 33 of the Jack Halford podcast. Today I'm painting a picture again because I quite like this format. It's quite a nice little format today. I'll tell you what I've done today. I'll tell you what I've done today. I've I've been to Transform Fitness with the Brotherhood Legion again and I had a really good time. It's nice, nice group of lads. And we're all about improving ourselves. And I I think about this all the time. How do I improve myself? A lot of people struggle with it too. They are thinking about how many things they have to do and they get overwhelmed and then they don't get stuff done because you have to think about it in a sustainable way. You can't do everything at once. You have to slowly get into these habits a little bit at a time. So, If you want to get fit, if you want to start going to the gym go one or two times a week. If you want to get better at running, start running one or two times a week and do it for time don't do it for miles because if you do it for time it's just easier. You don't have to record anything really. It's good. It's nice. I like it. It's better to record. record. Sorry, I'm just trying to find a brush to use. I've got this cadmium red out, which is more like a, an orange. I think I'm going to start with that today. But yeah, self-improvement is, for me, a journey that I'm on every single day. Every day I start the day with an ice bath. Every day I'm thinking about what I'm putting into my body. Every day I'm trying to get one percent better, only one percent, because it's sustainable that way. Then if I, you know, slip up, I'm only getting one percent worse through that logic or just not you know, maintaining I think where people go wrong is they slip up and then they give up you've got to get back on that horse you know, take a week off clean your house, tidy everything up um, you know, wash your sheets, do your laundry clean the pots and pans get everything in order sort your schedule out write some intentions out and make things clearer and easier for you to do anything they've been putting off you've got to do it and then you can really start to get into all of the good habits then you have to sort everything out clean everything up to make it clearer and easier for you if your life is chaotic it's hard to focus on things so I'd say you start with that Make it a routine to clean up immediately after you've, you know, gone up. You know, sometimes I'll leave the pots soaking at night, get up, do them first thing, do breakfast, and then while you're doing your breakfast, you can look at your schedule for the day. Now, I do this all sort a of daily schedule, I don't really, you know, I put really important things into the diary. As I go, but then every morning I sort of create a tighter, more you know, structured day around whatever is already in there. So I'll have ice bath, breakfast, shower, gym, or you know, whatever gym, then shower, and then I get back, get dressed, go to the studio, or go to wherever I'm working that day sometimes working in a different city doing workshops these days But you want to get in something that's helping you to improve something that you want to improve Like if you want to get better at reading start the day with reading if you want to get better at writing start the day with writing if you want to run longer distances or you want to run faster that's what you start the day with You make time for it. You wake up earlier go to bed earlier and you focus on you and then you'll get better. And the better you get at it, not really thinking about it, it just becomes an automatic sort of habit. Which is a great book. Automatic Habits. Or, no, Atomic Habits. I think it's by James Clear, but he might have written a different book. Pretty sure it's James Clear who wrote, who wrote that. I highly recommend it. Come I recommend it? Yeah, and painting. If you want to get better at painting, you have to paint. So that's what I do. That's why it's called an artistic practice because it's a constant. It's a constant. It goes on and on and on, and it develops over a long period of time, and. It, The paintings that you have at the end of your life will be completely different to the ones at the start of your life, or they might be very similar because you might become more childlike in older age. That's something that I've seen happen with uh, older relatives. Sometimes they become a bit, they regress, but that's okay. That's not something that we should point out, to be honest. Make them self-conscious, roll with it. Uh, which is a, a, you know, another good reason to do what you want to do now while you're young, if you're young or whatever age you are. You're looking at this. Do the thing you want to do. Focus on yourself, and it uh, doesn't mean that you can't, you know, hang out with other people. It just means that, you know, you should be spending most of your time on your own goals and ambitions if you have the luxury of being childless although it's not really a luxury, I'd say that's a name for me is to have children one day. You know what I mean. I'm painting in this jacket because I'm going out later, so i kind of dressed up a dressier today. I don't want to get paint on it, but it's already kind of, kind of a vintage worn out thing, so I don't think it will really make that much difference. But there's another thing I want to talk about is the fact that if you dress well and you groom well whatever size you are you can make clothes styled and fit better for you you will feel better you'll feel more confident and that really helps it it creates some momentum if you if you feel good you want to go out more you don't want to be isolated you want to be like oh, look at how i look look how good i look because everyone can look good all they have to do is go and get their hair cut and wear clothes that fit them and just you know do some research look at magazines look at what other people are wearing if you like a certain character in a film this their style copy it and then you sort of come up your own um oh god it makes you feel feel really good uh, a lot of people a lot of men they're only dressing up when they're going on a date a funeral a wedding a night out get laid be doing it for yourself or to get a job. Do it for yourself all the time. Be looking fresh. Go to the barber shop. You know you can go to a pretty decent barber shop and get a haircut every week, every two weeks, to so like a tenner, twelve quid. If you ever look around, it's worth doing it. Keeping it fresh. Keeping it sharp. And what I do is I. I keep this stubble at the minute, and I um, I clipper it with a clipper, like a number one or a number two. I like this. This has grown out a bit more. But then I wet shave, sharpen it all up on the lines. Now, what I would recommend is, as you're doing and you want to grow a beard, is go to the barbershop after you've grown out for a good like four weeks. Ask them to you know, sharpen it up, tidy it up a bit, and then you can just follow their lines yourself save money you don't want to be going there all the time because it costs extra so then you can take a picture and figure out what the best lines are and often it will help extenuate, extenuate your like bone structure and stuff and it will make you feel really like good top tip groom. it's like something that people do when they've got depression is they just stop fucking and looking after themselves and grooming and it's like a thing that can make you feel a lot better so do that even brushing your teeth and washing and putting on a nice scent it's like it makes a world of difference if you feel gross and unclean other people will get bad vibes and, and like it's really bad, but you're treated differently. Like, but also people who, you know, quite judgy. you shouldn't be doing it for other people, you do it for yourself. You know. Live in a very judgmental Well, I don't think we do actually. I don't think we live in a judgmental age. I think the internet heightens up that where we see a lot of people having a go at each other and stuff, it's not very cool. Uh, But in real life, most people are easy, most people are all right, remember that. You know, you can be stuck in the house isolated a lot and all your connections are on the internet. Then of course, you're gonna have a skewed view of the world. People are not themselves on the internet. They're trying to be uh, an ideal version of themselves their version of themselves they've created in their mind. It's not even them, it's not authentic. So yeah, remember that. Most people are right in real life. You know, don't compare yourself to people online. Don't compare yourself to other people at all. Compare yourself to yourself. So when I'm talking about getting a little bit better every day, get a little bit better every day, you are the only person that you were comparing yourself to. no one else because you're not you're not going to feel good if you do that you know you're not not at all do you like my I made free Gaza I think the state of Israel is doing this really disgusting thing where they're like putting loads of bombs down on Palestine it's a bit fucking crazy I don't really talk about it a lot, but it's on the mind. I see it. I don't think it's very good. I, uh, so I've put that sign up to, you know, be like, "Yo, look at this shit." Now I don't tend to look at the news a lot because it's negative, and I want to feel good. But you know. Can't help just to put that. I think it, that might help a little bit. So I'll put it up there. You're gonna see people see it in a clip or something. They might be like, ooh subliminally, yeah. A lot of this visual, video, advertisement stuff is a bit like warfare in my mind. Psychological warfare is what it is. Brands. They don't trying to sell you things anymore they're trying to sell you an idea you can be this, you can be that if you buy this thing it's been like that for decades to be honest there was this old Levi's advert that comes to mind there's um, a dude that walks into a laundry mat and takes off his jeans and everything and then he, you know, whacks them into the washing machine and there's some like nice music play and then he puts his jeans back on. What? He just looks like a cool dude. And the idea is men would want to be him and women would want to be with him. And they're selling you jeans through this kind of like sexual, cool, like little clip on the telly. It's not just like, buy the new slacks by Lever. It's just like a cool, it's almost like a music video. But it draws you in because you, you feel like you're not being sold something, but you are. So if you want to get a message across on the internet or on social media, often the best way, or to sell something, the best way to do that is not bringing it up at all. Just have it within the video somehow you're using it and figure out how to make, make it attractive in the video. Give it to an attractive person to hold or have you know like these paintings they're in my videos now they're in the podcast so it's making you think i'm an artist and then you're seeing the paintings and they're like you might like them and then you might buy a print that's my thinking behind doing it but also i just need to do painting so i'm killing two birds of one stone doing a podcast and painting but i might be thinking mm. Sally. Warfare. Welfare, warfare, warfare. I'm going to a video game night tonight and I've not played video games for ages. I'm looking forward to it. It's with the Brotherhood Legion in Leicester Men's Mental Health Group and they do all kinds of things. They do free fitness sessions, they do hikes, they go on hikes together all about the place. They have coffee chats every Saturday which is nice and relaxed and like at 12. So 12 on a sun, uh, Saturday for a coffee is just beautiful. It's like, it's nice to get together with people We're getting out of the ass. Getting out of the ass and you're uh, doing something positive. Having a coffee and having a chat with people. I think it can it can really sort of nourish the mind and the heart and the brain to just go out like dress all nice and just go out and meet friends and you know you can chat about what's on your mind and that can help a lot a lot of people lacking that especially men so if you are try and find yourself a men's group because they'll do these kinds of things or a club And then, you know, start doing that kind of thing. As I said, you dress smart for yourself, You get out of the house and do something. Action is better than inaction. Action leads to feeling better. Action leads to you doing better financially, mood wise, romantically wise. You need to do stuff. If you don't do stuff, Nothing's gonna get done. You're gonna sit about thinking about it or planning it or talking about doing it. Go and do something. Small thing. It creates a domino effect, creates a momentum, and then before you know it, six months down the line, fucking winning. And you will fall and things bad happen and you get back up and you've got your healthy habits set up and coping mechanisms set up and, and support networks. Set up because you 're nourishing them by actively seeking out social situations you're building friendship networks well when bad things happen, they're there to help you go and speak to them, sort things out rather than it becoming an isolated and enclosed clam i don 't know or whatever I mean mean You gotta do stuff. I used to sit in my garage six years ago and eat cheese toasties and gut and drink craft beer and fucking listen to music and that was like a normal evening. I'd just be eating cheese toasties or other processed shit, drinking beer and watching YouTube videos and it was fucking smoking cigarettes. And other things, I'm like this fucking bollocks. Makes you feel like shit. Makes you look like shit. It makes you unattractive. You smell like shit. Like then I started cycling, and that propelled me forward. I got better at that. I did a bit of a race, a bit of a challenge. Signed up to, to like a thing. i Did that, and that made me feel good. And then the momentum kept going applied for uni, didn't get in, applied again, got in, pandemic happened. That made that whole process shit. But then three years later, graduated, dad died. But thankfully I was in a good routine with the fitness, which helped when my dad died because I could do the fitness stuff. I, I turned the negative into the positive by writing and throwing myself into the creative endeavors and the physical activities. I then found this new support network, the Brotherhood Legion, which has helped a lot. And now I'm going to go more often. Because we're all all fucking human beings. We're always going to have to deal with loss and grief and all this negative shit. And we don't have to alone. I would say that exercising alone is really good. And it's good to be comfortable with being alone, and not um, have a reliance on other people to feel okay. We shouldn't rely on other people to make us feel okay, but you know it's it's good to have support networks. That's the healthy habit should make you feel better. The fitness stuff, the going out. That's you propelling yourself forward. It's not other people. It's you doing the steps. You know? But never rely on other people to make you happy. Because you get disappointed when they're not free or they break up with you or whatever. Um, Don't become clingy and needy. Just, you know, you want support, you give support back. It's got to be... You know, a mutual transaction. But that doesn't mean that when you're feeling really down that you can't, you know, you just ring someone up and be like, no, 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 no. And you might not be able to give much back because you don't have the energy. But when you feel better, like, fucking, you know, give back somehow. Being of service to others will make you feel better. Is there something they say in AA? is it's literally that I think not that I'm in AA but I've, I've certainly listened to people that are in active recovery and they talk about being of service to others right you know I wouldn't be opposed to going to an AA meeting but I don't, I don't think I'm an alcoholic but I know a lot of them and I think there's meetings that people can go to if they're relatives or vanics so it might be something I do in the future but it's certainly something to think about, if you have an addiction or a problem with drink, drugs, try and get to one of those meetings, because then it's literally the same type of thing, you go going in and there, you're talking to other people, they're having similar experiences to you, so you can relate to them in a non-judgmental environment, because everyone else is a fucking nobhead, they're going to tell you you're pathetic, and like, they don't actually think you're pathetic they love you and they're mean to you because they want you to stop and it's the shittest thing it's the worst way to speak to someone is in this negative tone because they're never going to you're never going to fucking change, you have to change yourself so if you're, you've got a family member that's fucking addict the best thing you can do is be nice to them <laughs> don't tell them what to do and you try and get healthy you can't change other people sadly uh, but you can create an environment a supportive environment to help them feel better about themselves in a healthy way you can like you know bribe them with oh well, not bribe them just tempt them into coming to the gym or you know doing something that's going to build them up in a positive manner Rather than saying, "Do you want to go to the pub?" Uh, never say that to an alcoholic. Um, I mean, some of them are right going to the pub, um, but I say, you know, you want to stop drinking or something. Don't enable it if you know one. Think of some other stuff you can do. Yeah. Think of other stuff you can do. It's healthy. Ah, well, this lovely coffee from a local coffee shop called Saints of Marker, and the dude who runs it, Omar, is is a coffee geek scientist man, and he knows what he's doing and they sell the best beans in Leicester so if you're about check it out check it out check it out the, the bees needs I get coffee anywhere else I'm disappointed and disappointed sometimes it's okay but I have to go there to buy it you know get the cheap beans when you've got a budget but I get you know gotta get those it's another thing if you struggle with uh, you're drinking all your drugs you've got to find other things that gear gear a bit something so physical exercise ice baths, apparently ice baths is like the feeling you get afterwards is like cocaine and I do them every morning and it does like yeah, you know, it's an invigorating feeling and the, the, the high lasts like one or two hours afterwards you know if you stay in there and really get uncomfortable it's, it is a high it's fucking great, and the same from physical exercise, and just once you start all these, once you start all these healthy things, and then you have another taste of the, the fucking shit, the unhealthy stuff, it feels dreadful, and you want to keep on track. Like you might get off track for a bit, but fucking feels so good when you're fresh in the morning and you're doing all this good stuff. Like I was never brought up with all these healthy foods. I was always like chips and and chicken nuggets and fucking McDonald's, Uh, Pepsi Max, you know, sugar-filled hot drinks and biscuits every night, milk and biscuits every night when I was a kid. Shit food. Sometimes we'd have uh, roast dinners and you know, spaghetti bolognese and whatever. Suppose I was a fussy eater, but I won't really. I would eat, eat anything. Uh, but yeah, you sort of try new things. So sometimes you think you don't like something, but you just never tried it before. Try it out. If you don't like it, don't have it again. Easy as that, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know any dietricians. I think they're all full of it. <coughs> no, I don't. But I, uh, I think what you want to do is do like an 80-20 split. So I do 80% healthier, try to, and then I'll have, you know, have a bit of chocolate, chocolate, nice chocolate, Tony's chocolate, dark chocolate, whatever, biscuits, you know a peanut butter and yogurt, man. Put a bit of biscuits in there and dunk some fruit in. Yeah. You know, you gotta make it enjoyable. If you give up everything, you're gonna fucking go off on one and go on a bender with all the whatever it is—drugs, sugary shit. You need to like make the healthy mm-hmm. new habits and light into a lifestyle that's sustainable. That's why people don't do well with diets. They lose the weight and then they put it back on because they're on a diet it's not sustainable it's not sustainable everything in life if you want to get good at it you have to make it sustainable so if you want to get good at painting you want to spend a lot of time doing that you have to figure out how you're going to make money from art if you want to get really fit you need to do it in a way where it doesn't take away from other things in your life so you have to get up earlier you have to change structures and schedules and it becomes easier than we do it that's how to make it sustainable you have to think about that when you're planning it planning the new new ways of living sorry i think i'm going to try and get someone on there a guest on here who's who's i think i might get my mate anton on here again because he's sort of um you know he smoked weed all the time and was a drug dealer for a bit and then he you know fixed himself. he fixed itself. Um, I want to get more people on like that because there's so many people like it's a big problem especially drinking in this country there's so many people that find it difficult because everything every, every social situation seems to be that it's so you know always to do with drinking It's bollocks. Mm. Like people will serve you even if you tell them that you're an alcoholic. It's you know. It's fucking shit. It's hard. It's hard as fuck (laughs) to do. as fuck dude yeah get more guests on that are in recovery or have recovered from you know maybe even if they've just fucking lost the weight and kept it off people that have sustainable you know, like fitness habits and stuff good to get their perspectives and some advice from them how to be able to sustain it i'm sure everyone fucking has their off weeks but the more we look at other people and ask them questions the more knowledge we will have then the better we're going to be so. A bit of yellow, a bit of cadmium red, which actually looks like orange to me. Mm. You see what I'm doing here is I'm making something. If you have a passion, you could just write about it, do research about it, read about it, make videos about it. There you go. There's an idea. And that's something you can do with your time. It's a positive thing. Not just sit in. Because you can sit on your ass and do that in your bedroom. But you're actively fucking creating something that you can put out there. and And it creates a positive thing that other people can learn from. You can create content that other people can learn from. They're going to like that and you're going to get good feedback from it. And the more you do it, it can turn into something like earning money on YouTube. It could turn into a job, because someone might see it, a writing you've done, an article they might offer you work. You never know. It's happened to me. It's how I got work. I've earned more money in the last month, the last week than I've ever earned, ever, through a fucking just action going towards things, and just doing, just fucking going out and do stuff, It, it just keep doing stuff, the more you do, the more chance you've got to succeed succeeding, if you don't do anything, you've definitely got no chance of succeeding in life at anything, you just have to go and do something, anything, anything, anything at all, Helping other people is a great way to make money, I would say. Figure out how to help people. It gives you purpose. A lot of people lack purpose, which in turn makes them feel really, really down. You feel like you're not adding to the world. Which makes you feel like shit. But you do. Everyone adds adds something. Just so have to figure out what you can add and then start adding it. And it could even just be fucking listening to someone. That could help. That's what therapists do. All they do is listen to other people and then say something. And then the person they go and who's who's going to see them hands them a big wad of money. Call yourself a life coach, go on a week-long training program, become a life coach, start charging loads of money to help people, you know, create intentions and structure their life so they can become more successful. You can make money doing anything, you just have a look. And then that will give you life meaning and uh, something to get up in the morning for, you don't have that and you just feel like you just feel like shit or even just doing a painting, like I'm saying that what I'm doing here is looking into the microscopic realms of biology looking under the microscope at nature, at biology Bi- biology is just the study of life so what I'm doing, I'm like looking under the microscope at it, and I'm like, what is life? And then I'm putting that on there, enlarged. And then I'm putting figures out to create figures mm. and in abstract shapes that you might see to create narratives that should hopefully help people be able to process emotions. But I'm not really thinking about what I'm doing right now, because I'm doing this. But as this painting develops I'll start to see faces and see trees or or something going on and then a story will develop and then an idea will develop and then there'll be some writing that will accompany this painting and then it creates this kind of you know work that can hopefully help someone to deal with something like a sad song can help you cathartic you have a cry and you feel better maybe you you could do that with visual art I've, i've really struggled with getting that from visual art so that's the challenge i'm challenging myself to try and create things that can have a positive impact on people rather than just trying to make a pretty picture but i'm trying to make them pretty as well pretty trippy and aesthetically pleasing but yeah i think i suppose Paintings that have stories and are working with a story or a narrative are the ones that can make people think and be thought-provoking. And then that can have a positive impact because it inspires them to do something or they just look at things differently and that can help. So that's what I'm trying to do. But first you just have to act. So what I'm doing is just acting. I'm putting random things down. And hoping that things will start appearing. Manifest. 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 Manifest the things that you want. How do you do that? From taking action. This is such a repetitive fucking recording. But it's true. <laughs> <laughs> the other week I read Tate Modern and Asura. Peter Doig painting, and it was godsmackingly beautiful, and it was huge. It was a big painting. I've only seen pictures of it before, and it was a really beautiful painting. It's really stopped me in my tracks. I had a really good stare at the thing, and it was very inspiring. And It was almost cinematic. You know, when you go to the cinema, it's like, whoa, you're engulfed by this image. I think that's why I, I, I enjoy very large paintings that have some kind of narrative going on. It feels cinematic. So I think looking at the cinema is a good way of helping you to be able to tell stories. You look at the colours. You think about how the actors are betraying the characters. Um, you know, or reading every every creative thing in existence feeds into one another, comedy, films, music, visual art, like painting and so on, it all, dancing, it all feeds into one another, I mean life generally is all just helping to like create these new forms of art. so yeah to create good stories you just have to have action listen be aware spectate look for new things really look at things meditate on things yeah Write, write, writing about things in a little notebook journal about why you like some things is also a good practice. The more you write and think about why you like certain things, the better you're going to be at articulating why you like certain things. And the better that you get at articulating uh, everything, becoming a better d- describer of things, the more people are going to be interested in what you have to say as a person, you're going to be more respected as a person of authority on whatever it is that you're talking about, for me it's painting I talk about painting to everyone, even people that aren't interested in it, I seem to be able to get them interested in it, by the way I talk about it because I link it to other things that they're interested in Light fitness, anything. Going to be doing some workshops at a local pub soon. Getting people to paint. I think the more people that have creative outlets, the better. It is a really good way to stimulate the mind and be social is to, do something creative together. I really enjoy being in workshops and I enjoy facilitating them, I think it's fun. So, yeah, if you follow me on Instagram, then you'll see I'll be adding a couple of new tickets soon and also doing a giveaway. So, you'll be able to like enter that and you might win, and then you can. And there might be some food as well in the giveaway so make sure we have a look at that it'll be good it'll be very good trust me it'll be very good it's gonna be sick a lot of people coming a lot of people are just coming to look <laughs> My my messages people they're like, come just to look yep so it's a good opportunity if you're a creative or you're interested in painting to come to this thing to meet other people that are into that to talk to them That's the whole point, socialising people through creative endeavours. That's my whole mission this year. Yeah. I can't think of anything else to say now, so I'm going to have to say bye-bye.